stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. you live from dnhq beautiful south pasadena california this is the blue heaven podcast happy monday my dudes my name is clint you can find me is real frg on twitter and instagram that's it you didn't go with anything special today i'm proud of you guys my brooke doing the happy monday my dudes stole anthony keen you can find me at rookme 3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, we're going to talk about some broken McRibs, because uh, Cody Bellinger apparently is not 100% healthy, just as he has been all year long, and we're very much here for it. We're talking about the road to October, because we have uh, this many games left, right? There's 12? Is there 12? That's three. That is three, technically. Sir, that is three. That is three. Um, things are not right down in, uh, in uh, San Diego. And we're going to talk a lot about it because it's just it's just more fun to do that. I uh, I enjoy what's going on in San Diego, to be honest. Personally speaking, you know, I wouldn't have anything against the Padres if they weren't pitted as the Dodgers' main competition and the team set to dethrone the Dodgers from the NL West. Funny enough, they're set to be dethroned by somebody else, which is uh, great. So we're going to talk a little bit about that, a uh, little fight that went on down there. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Plus, we really, really, really hope the Dodgers do not die in Colorado. We know that is an awful, awful, awful place to play baseball. Beautiful place to watch it. Terrible place to play baseball and live, and we hope they don't explode there. All that and a whole lot more on today's episode of the Blue Haven Show. Before we get into the show, we got to remind you, um, if you could like, leave a review, rate, and whatever, just subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you can do podcasty things. And if you could like review us and leave something cool there or funny... That's always nice. We haven't done a, uh, you know, reading our reviews or rating our reviews. I don't know. We haven't done that in a while. So let's get some fresh uh, reviews up on our iTunes, and we'll uh, read some of our favorite ones uh, in an upcoming episode. Uh, and also subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. You'll be glad you did, maybe. You'll be probably... You'll, you'll be mildly satisfied, which is, you know, <laughs> title of my sex tape. Guys, uh, let's check in. Uh, we're on the, uh, you know, we're a live show. Don't forget uh, we are live. I'm not going to get past that one. I got to yeah, I gotta yeah. stumble through that for a second. We are live. Check in with us. Let us know That's where we're at the Dodgers Station tonight. It's pretty good, right? Good line. But you got um, to really own it. You got to really own it. Ari Swerdlow yeah. over on YouTube says, road to repeat, as he does every single time. We appreciate you. Also in Carlsbad. I did not know Ari Swerdlow was in Carlsbad. That's a good, uh, you know, area. Is it? Uh, they have beer down there. I don't oh, know. Anywhere that there's beer is pretty I good. Uh, a goat said, yeah, like stinky monkeys. I don't know what that means. Uh, must be us. We we are stinky monkeys. Uh, Russell over on YouTube says sweep the Rockies. That's the that hope. Goat? Uh, Roach says bonjour. Where, but I think he spelled bonjour wrong. I, I also say a turkey. Calvin sent a turkey. There's a goat. It's a weird, weird clown. Oh, Leslie says I shouldn't wear my hat backwards. She's right. It's not my thing. It's oh, your, yeah, thing. Not your thing. Sorry. Sorry, Leslie. Good call. You saw You're the right. artist. You're right. right. Uh, it's a weird day. I'm wearing a soccer jersey today, so we don't know what's going on. Uh, Nicholas Ramos on the Periscope, which, by the way, Periscope was supposed to die like a year ago, yet it's still running. Their 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 uh, their grandfather did. We Nicholas says, "Babe, wake up! The Blue Heaven Podcast is on." Babe, what are you doing? Get up! Podcast is on. Hey, girl. What's good? It's me. You single? <laughs> Dodger Monster Lobster. That's also a goat. Thank you, a goat. Uh, you keep going. We'll probably give you the boot because we don't have time to, for all these comments. Um, where is it? Anthony Keenton is Nomo available for this Colorado series? You know, no, 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 Mo. No, 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 Mo. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Juice no, Nero says, no. hey, didn't I just watch you guys on Thursday? We forgot we did a Thursday podcast, to be honest with you. The days really blend together. The only way I know what day it is is when the tweet comes up that says, ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. And then I'm like, it must be Friday today. Uh, True Blue Fifty Five says, "Who are the Giants playing next?" Oh, we know who they're playing next, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But they're playing the Padres, and we got to talk a whole lot about the Padres. It's gonna be fun. Matthew Thomas checking in from Irvine. Lynn Brown, glad to see you again, bros. Good to see you, Lynn Brown. Uh, Roach San Bernardino has a brewery. Mm-hmm. You're uh, you're saying everywhere that has beer is nice. Now you have hit a quandary in your. Um, alcohol. They got that meth brewing out there. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, I went in Bernardino, I guess. No. Yeah. No. Baca says, I can see the Dodgers losing two or three to the Rockies, then not losing again. See, that's real, like, that's that's FRG attitude right there. It's like, yeah, they're going to lose, they're going to do bad, and then you really just hope that they're going to do well, but you say they're going to do bad. And then you seem like you're really intelligent, you're in tune with the team if they do uh, poorly. Or you seem like you fell on the sword for the team to prove you wrong if they do well. So really, it's a win-win-win to be negative. We're a good balance. I've been pretty homerish lately. So. You have? Yeah. I, I have nothing. Look, you were like, no way we're winning the division, and all of a sudden we're a game back. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but we were a game back before the last three. But we're Had still they, a game why, back. You also said the Reds were going to sweep, and then you know they would have been no, tied. But why didn't your why didn't your, uh, your Dodgers uh, sweep the Reds? What's because going on? Friday they sucked butts. Oh, it was them. It wasn't Louis Castillo doing good. It wasn't that they couldn't beat a good pitcher. Hmm. That's hmm. what I mean. Their bats suck butts. Louis Castillo was really good, though. Holy cow, he was good. Dude was nasty. But uh, apparently it was the Dodgers' fault for not showing up. Not that uh, they can't uh, maybe always beat good pitching. Hmm. Dude, didn't they have like two hits or something like that? Come on. You got, yeah, come on. That's all we got. Two you ever notice how they struggle against mightily against change-up pitchers <laughs> and, and dudes with nasty arm side run? Armside runs bad for the Dodgers because they mm-hmm. always. So Doc thinks that stacking left-handed hitters against bad just, armside run changeups. I'm just going to throw it out there. I would love to watch Greg Maddox just absolutely carve up Max Muncie. Oh, it would be embarrassingly bad for Max. You're a dick. <laughs> he can't handle that belt. Uh, you know, the belt it in the the hard two seam. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He he set a precedent. He's hitting like two. Th- he's on bases like two thirty five uh, over the last thirty games. All right, and he stole away Seager's number two spot. But now Corey's back, and all is right with the world. All I'm saying is he set a precedent for all thick boys, and and you're just blasting him like that. Listen, listen, listen. It's nothing to do about the thickness. Your boy gets down with the thickness. Look, Ooh, skinny uh, Tyler uh, White uh. is really crushing the ball most of his career with the Dodgers, and now you're just <clears> going <throat> to trash talk him for no reason. I hope Chunky Monkey, Mon- Chunky Monkey, Chunky Muncie comes back and just you know just goes right at it. And he's going to prove you wrong the next couple of weeks because that's what yeah, he does. He, that's what happens. Back. He'll come back. Dave, you know, outed him in a way that he's been chasing the numbers, and you know, unfortunately, Max has very much played himself out of MVP uh, conversations. In my unhumble opinion, oh, he's out of it. Yeah, for sure. Carnivorous. Lunar Activity in the stream says these podcasts are becoming legendary. What do you agree? How do you feel about that? Give me your thoughts on that real quick. Go ahead. We didn't take pregame shots this time. We didn't. Crap. But but know. You know what? We usually do that before game, before a game. Like, yeah, if you don't feel good about drinking before I just go home and eat pasta. Well, pasta. I don't know. You're having pasta? I don't know what I'm having tonight, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm just throwing food out there. I usually eat pasta. Big time carb boy. You're an impasta? Well, I don't know uh, about that, but uh, no, you know, people, uh, we learned this weekend, people very much view us as, uh, what's a good word, drinkers, big time drinky boys. I should have plugged in the art, even though it wouldn't, yeah, have, you know, know. wouldn't, yeah. have, wouldn't have played up too well on the podcast, but uh, you know, we're, we're bringing it down a little bit, so we're just having one beer today, and one then maybe beer. another one, depending on the, how the things go. You seemed like you were going for a cheers. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home. Uh, question, have you ever slept at DNHQ3? Mm-mm. No, we have not slept at any. You know, Gary slept I took a, a, I took a whole... nap right there once. Gary slept a whole bunch at, at DNHQ, the OG DNHQ, because that's his that's house. Just, he lives there. <laughs> He's but, still uh, sleeping there. But uh, yeah, apparently we are Bizarro World Joe and Oral. Hmm. Am I Oral? Can I ask Oral? <laughs> <laughs> moving on, moving on. We got six more games on this uh, on this road trip, and that was just something I said. All right. Um, 
Let's get into the content. I'm going to call this segment now State of the Nation. Should I don't know why drinking. we can never. We're Dodgers Nation. We're not doing. We never do the State of the Nation, but that's what we're just going to call a news segment. It's our Dodgers news update segment. And you know what we're sponsored by? We're sponsored by Dodgers Nation. Guys, go download our app. There's an app on the Apple one and the Android one, and it doesn't make you feel bad if you have a green bubble on either. <laughs> I don't know. Was this something? Uh, it was just like a. You know Android how I hate plug. Apple because it's garbage? Okay, I'm sorry you like easy-to-use items. Uh, Cody's unlucky streak continues in the 20, uh, not even 2021 alone. It's been going on for a while. Lux breaks Belly's McRib. And that's no bueno because the McRib is back and it's broken. (laughs) And um, apparently... Why is the McRib seasonal? I don't know. It's one of those things where I... seasonal? I think, like... Is it pig? Like, like... You know how uh, I'm trying to find something like where it's related to getting punched. It's like you know, we wouldn't always just want to go be like punched, but if it's something where it's special, it's like ooh, you can only be punched once a year. I don't know, is that a thing? McRib isn't good, is what I'm getting at. To anything <clears throat> said. Dave Roberts says that Cody Bellinger will play through the non-displaced fracture in his rib. It is on the left side. He will play quote. Per his pain tolerance. Uh, you know things. You know some words. You've learned several letters. Is this a smart play for the Los Angeles Dodgers? <laughs> well, look, if I know anything, it's that if you have a struggling player who can't get things going, can't get things figured out, the best thing for him is to get hurt and keep playing. Yeah. If we've yeah. learned anything at any point in our Dodger fandom, it's that. So, you know, you could view it one of two ways. The first way, two naked was make a positive. So maybe they interact so hard. Cody just suddenly becomes MVP again. I think I talked about that with Roach before. I'm not sure, but that'll probably happen. Number two, bad idea. Real bad idea. Terrible idea. My opinion of it was that this feels like something that they're trying to not make a big deal out of, but it's Mm -hmm. eventually going to be a very big deal. Would not be surprised to see him not play a lot of the year. Would not be surprised to see him miss the postseason altogether at the rate that things are going, or just be left off the you know initial division series roster or something along those lines. They've already missed once, actually twice so far this year on uh, on belly injuries because the the fractured ankle. Mm-hmm. Wasn't supposed to be that bad. They were like, "He'll be back next week." Yeah, <laughs> or not ankle, but you know, ankle Shin adjacent. Ankle. The the hamstring was. Oh yeah, it's not going to be an IL thing. He'll be back in like you know a couple days, and then turn into an IL and a little bit longer. But this this does make a shoulder separation and an operation. It makes uh, with a broken leg and now the rib fracture all for Cody in less than twelve months. Is that is that anything for you? Is that like is this uh, are we? trending into the territory of this guy's glass or the fact is it the fact that uh, all of these are kind of freak injuries um i mean they are they are freak injuries i, I mean you, you don't have a shoulder separate like that from anything else other than the weird and i blame kike for all of my problems in life just as i have since I when he was playing like, with us i thought you're like real big on trying to get him back because the dodgers need i hate kike <laughs> not that i hate him that's not fair he's you know he's probably a nice boy whatever but, he, but he, the he banana just, he just caused a COVID outbreak with his new team, but that's fine. Uh, they're freak injuries. I don't know. You know, I think it takes a couple years of injuries for you to be like, this guy's made of glass. Like, Pollock took a few big injuries throughout his career to be like, yes. this guy is pretty fragile. Uh, Corey, another dude, took a couple years for us to be like, oh, this guy's a little little paper mache-y. Um, yeah. So I don't know about one, you know, 12-month period for Cody being an issue. And again, freak injuries, really. Got stepped on by a big dude at first base. A big dude that just stepped right onto him. Yeah. It's literally like ran it stepped on his leg like he was running upstairs that's that's the thing right so when yeah. you when you have something like that happening to you it's hard to get everything else going you start to rely on other parts of your body that don't normally get that much stress on them things like that you know it's like when you got a bad hip on one side you start leaning on your other hip a little bit more and then you get another bad hip you got two mm-hmm. bad hips and matt kemp's in the corner the bad hip boy over there um zito says jd drew was straight glass that's another one for sure he had some uh boy had some issues throughout his especially his early part of his career didn't he retire at like 33 or something he's only 31 right now (laughs) he mentioned Poyo. uh aj pollock is on uh, the you know knock on desk on the 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 train back to health as they say (laughs) apparently it's a very much an as they say day as they say he is in Arizona today. Last we heard, he was going to be in Arizona starting today, Monday, and uh, getting in some you know live game action. He's going to be playing some center field. If you uh, you know put 
two and two together. Cody can't add it up, but that equals four, <laughs> and you can put him in the eight spot. Um, sim games over the weekend, by all accounts, they went well. He was getting some at-bats. He was running. He was getting some, some action in the outfield. Um, it With this injury, with this belly injury, and the fact that, that really uh, Gavin Lux has stepped up and has – in. At this time of year, it does not take very long to be like, okay, that guy's played eight to ten good games. All right, well, he's on the postseason roster, and he's probably starting with Lux. If you have Pollock coming back, it looks like at this point, because you, you can't move Lux anywhere else out in the outfield because no. this is not going to happen. No. A.J. Pollock's probably going to be your center fielder. <laughs> and we were talking about this. Me and uh, this dirtbag over here, we were talking about this before the show. As Bob Nightingale points out, Scott Alexander has made a glass, and that's a hundred percent accurate. Good thing money report. That's a money report from Bob Nightingale. Thanks, Bob. Um, cool. You were you were against my idea of Pollock in center field, and you looked at the numbers, and you're like, oh, he could actually uh, be more gooder than Cody is by the numbers this year. Which here's is the thing. Here's, a shocker. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Over and 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 over again throughout this year. Whenever I say, Cody's real bad, why do we keep doing this? Cody's real bad, why do we keep doing this? Cody's real bad, why do we keep doing this? He changed his swing, he's still real bad, why do we keep doing this? The argument over and over again, his defense Defense. is elite. It is above everyone else. It is so much better. It is not. You look at all the advanced metrics on his defensive, you know, his outfield prowess, whatever you want to call it. He's lost a step. Something happened, and obviously he lost a step because his step, his step thing got broken at yeah. some point yeah, this yeah, year yeah. twice because he got the hamstring, he got the leg. You know, things happen. The numbers do not support him being an elite outfielder this year. And granted, it's a little bit of a small sample size because he's been hurt for most of the damn year. But when he is in there, he's not as good as he was last year. Mm-hmm. Not nearly as good as he was. In fact, A.J. Pollock's limited time in center field this year pretty much mirrors Cody's year. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that it's going to be the same throughout the course of you know full games, a full playoff series, whatever, a full postseason, whatever it's going to be. But if you're talking about the difference... <laughs> between an 861 OPS guy and Cody Bellinger, I feel like there is no way you can justify having Cody out there. 0% chance. And you can say sprint speed. You can say his ability to throw, whatever it is. I mean, the metrics aren't there this year. They're and just his, not. And his throwing is going to be impeded by that broken rib. That broken rib, <laughs> which is something Dave said. that That's one of the things that hurts him. And if that's Cody's biggest attribute to this team in October is his defense, and he's playing not the Cody Bellinger center field defense that we've come to know and very much appreciate. He's not playing that. He's playing a couple steps down the ladder from what he's able to do. Then, yeah, the value is just not there. Um, I saw I saw a comment. Let's find it real real quick here. Uh, Ari saying Bellinger's still a good outfielder. Yes, still a good outfielder, no longer an elite outfielder, at least by the numbers this year. Danielle on Facebook asked, what do you do with Taylor then, with uh, uh, Poyo and Luck starting? Look, there again, will be a bit of a rotation. There's there. going to be people moving around. I think uh, depending on, you know, heading into October is going to be a really interesting question for a lot of different reasons, especially with the roster, the lineup build, all those things. But you're gonna, definitely going to see Chris Taylor move around. Mm-hmm. Playoffs, you don't super give guys days off. It's not like a really common thing, obviously. But although we have seen Doc do it in the past. <laughs> um, but with Taylor also kind of struggling, uh, coming mm-hmm. off that neck injury, I think they're going to give him time to get rolling. Maybe he becomes a really good option off the bench. Maybe Lux becomes a really good option off the bench. Maybe those two switch in and out i think against left-handed pitching you'll see chris taylor against right-handed pitching you'll see gavin lux kind of just makes sense you'll see aj pollock probably regardless of who's out there but either way mm-hmm. there's no wrong answer right now there no. there's one wrong answer the one wrong answer is to keep throwing cody out there yeah. that's the one wrong answer if he is starting as dave likes to say the lion's share of games in october or something is uh wrong and somebody has pictures of somebody and as we like to say we like to always assume and just defer to blackmail for people either being in or not in the lineup in these situations gotta be blackmail anthony keen says uh, or asked does aj have the wheels for center hey dave has pointed out that uh so aj's first year uh he bulked up a little bit he 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 you know he was a fatter chicken as they say, uh, a beefy chicken. As they say, there's another one. As they, as they say, uh, counter. Um, he has since deflated. I think that's what people say. <laughs> he's lost. He shed a few pounds, and he's quicker. He, he's more mobile and whatever. I mean, this is a guy who was a Gold Glove center fielder. Granted, it was six years ago 
But you know he has the almost an identical sprint speed to Cody Bellinger this year. That is wild. Point two feet slower per second. Point well, two. It's, it's significant. But they enough, both but. have two feet. Oh. This has been thoughts of Cody. All I'm saying is, if you're gonna use his speed or his glove or his arm, none of them are good. I mean, granted, AJ Pollock's arm, not good. Final button up on this for me. For me, assuming the Dodgers do get to the National League Division Series, Cody should not be on that roster. And I think you 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 tell him. Look, I need you to get good. We all need you to get good, both healthy, swing-wise. Just get to a point where you're feeling better. Sit back, relax, watch a series, and expect to be a difference maker in the LCS and on. That's what I tell the guy, and you hope you you have a better chance without him in the lineup than you do with him right now. Sure, you want him on the roster, but it maybe it's better just to completely tell him, hey, you're getting a blow. Dodgers survived an LCS with Corey Seager on the bench one year. In 2017, and then they lost to cheaters. Okay, well, all I'm saying is, no matter what we look at it, there's a pretty good chance that we don't have a great defensive alignment in the outfield for the playoffs. Luke no matter what way you look, he's around. It. He's good. Gavin is almost 30 feet per second. Do you know that? Gavin's yeah. fast as hell, man. I mean, Wee. look, if you're going to do something, just put Gavin in the outfield and let him run it down. He's not going to take great routes by any means. <laughs> Next up, how about uh, that uh, Clayton Kershaw kid? He's a uh, he's pretty up solid. Huh? Yeah. 8Ks over 5 innings pitch, 74 pitches on Sunday, proving that the Dodgers could very well have the best number 4 starter in the postseason. <laughs> it's a weird spot to be in where you're you know, you're looking at the the postseason rotation and you're starting to think like, all right, well who gives the bumps of the pen? Like Tony's pretty obvious. You know, it's pretty much a guarantee at this point Tony goes back to the bullpen. But then you're like, what order are we going in this year though? Obviously Entirely dependent on who we face, but it could very well be some combination of Max Walker. Some you can't go wrong at the top, really. You can't, and then Julio and Kershaw. Kershaw. Like, how do you do? You, how, can you justify putting Clayton ahead of Julio? No, can't, I don't you think can. you can. And I think at this point in his career, you go back five years, Kershaw would not have been okay with that. At this point, Kershaw's like, I don't care, I just want to win. <laughs> just let me win the ba- let me win the game. Please. Let me win the baseball. <laughs> and and the funny thing is, now think about it. I was talking to someone about this earlier. Um, Let's say for some reason there's just all right. Let's go doomsday scenario where they need to in a game one sixty three start Max, and then in a wild card play in they need to have some sort of piggyback of Bueller and and uh, you know Julio. Okay, well then your game one starter if you survive all that is still Clayton Kershaw. That ain't all that bad. It's fun to think of because like that was the stuff. only guy we used to have back in the the olden days the olden days uh, back before he was born Clayton Kershaw was always the game one starter uh, I used to uh, have a superstition where I wouldn't watch the first uh, Dodgers playoff game because it would always be Clayton Kershaw pitching and I had a superstition that if I didn't watch he would do better he did Look not get you now <laughs> sometimes he did I don't know but now I can watch all the games because he doesn't start the first game of the series anymore oh how times have changed mm-hmm. growth more uh, more fun stuff from the the weekend. Money Mookie Mookie bets uh, proves that he's just an all around great dude um, and pays attention to things. I'm sure everybody has seen the story by now. On Sunday, he gives a bat to a dude who is not a Dodger fan. He gives a bat to a Reds fan, and the whole story comes out that it was an exchange for TJ or DJ or Free J Friedel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now TJ Friedel, his first career hit was a home run. Mookie saw it was his first, uh, or he saw it was his debut the day before, didn't get hit that game. On Sunday, he he does the thing, and then uh, here we are. All of a sudden, this guy uh, gets his uh, first hit. It's a home run. He gets the ball back, and and, uh, Mookie's just awesome. Yeah. Didn't do it for the cameras either. He did it because, uh, you know, because Kobe (laughs) Kobe told him to. to. If you guys... uh... For any of you L.A. fans around here, you remember when Kobe was around, when he was playing, his biggest thing was, you know, he wasn't a load management guy. If Cody could pl- or if Kobe could play, he was going to play. It didn't matter if there was something mm-hmm. on the line. It didn't matter if there was playoffs on the line or, you know, they were resting him before play. It didn't matter because Kobe knew fans paid a lot of really good money to come out and watch Kobe play. We, you know, we weren't coming out here to watch anybody else. So, like, no one's watching Sasha, Sasha, Sasha Vujicic. Vujicic. No one came out for Sasha. Great guy, but no one came out for him. Uh-huh. 
Mookie talked about a conversation he had had with Kobe, something along those lines of fan interaction, things like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, leaving an impact on somebody like that's huge. And you talk about a guy who's going to be here for a very long time. You know, yeah. he might finish out his entire contract here. He might not. Depends on how a lot of things go for us over the next couple of years. But what a, what a life. I mean, what a guy to have in L.A. What a guy to have represent your entire franchise. What a guy to give the biggest contract that you've given somebody. It's, it's just like, I don't know. It's perfect. I love Mookie. I love everything about him. I think that he's one of the greatest humans on earth. I also really loved the way he treated the media when talking about that, personally. Mm-hmm. Because media does this thing where they latch on to one moment and they won't let go. Mm-hmm. And I understand it. you got to get your story. We have to get our stories. That's what we do. But Mookie was very much, you could tell he's like, I really wish cameras would not have seen that moment. Yeah. I really wish that nobody saw it. You could tell. You could tell he was just done with it. Like, yeah, I got his ball for him, man. I recognize that it was, you know, his home run ball. I got it for him. I yeah. didn't do it for the cameras. <laughs> like, you could tell. He was over it. He's a good dude, man. Yeah, all around. I mean, that, that's a moment that works both ways, to be honest. And and that's, uh, you know, Dodger fans have seen the, the quote time and time again. And it's uh, one of the great... Jackie Robinson quotes, a life is not important except in the impact it makes on other lives. Well, not only did Mookie impact the Reds and, and TJ Friedel, you know, for him, for sure, for the rest of his life, because not only is that a story of, oh, yeah, that was maybe he never gets another hit again, even though he got a single the very next at bat. Say that's it. He doesn't get another home run for the rest of his life. He's always going to have that ball. And not only can he say, oh, yeah, I was a big leaguer for this short time and I hit that and it went out. No, he gets to add, oh, yeah, a Hall of Famer got the ball for me from some dude. And gave his bat to him so he could get that ball. <laughs> Pretty freaking cool story. And it's on, and, it's on video now. And, so sure, and sure, the guy's already you know in the stand, so he's probably a fan. But I guarantee you, you make a fan for life right oh, there. Oh, that guy's going to love yeah. Mookie. For th- and there's kids out there. Kids are watching it happen. Good things are happening all around. We love Mookie. Dong Kim coming in hot. Dong, what the? F- <laughs> hey, yo. We appreciate you, Dong. Dong throws a, uh, if you want some back, let us know. If it was for clout, you know, that's cool. Um, we'll happily send you some back or whatever. But Dong uh, super chats us on YouTube, $100. Uh, very much love you for that. He says, because y'all are awesome, too. Dong. Dong, that's awesome, man. Thank you. You're Thank a legend. you very much. We're going to buy a lot of beer with that. $100 worth of beer. That's why people... Think we're alcoholics. This is true. We just bought well, beer money. If you saw, it said free beer on the on the little on labels. The little cans. On the yeah, yeah people know we want. Um, uh, Ari says, "What's the largest super chat you've ever gotten?" That is the largest yes. super chat that we've ever gotten. So yeah. I don't we, think people get super chats like that very often. Thank no, you. Yeah, we we had one. Uh, I think Matt uh, Matt De La Rosa, I believe it was a while back, sent us fifty, which is also awesome. And again, all of this, we th- this this is like literally the time we don't get paid. <laughs> Usually, like this is like the time where we're in a way hemorrhaging our money and our time, so that always uh, makes us feel very, very happy and moist on the inside. A sales owner says that's two beers at Dodger Stadium. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one, I like that. I already called him Dong Legend. Dong Legend, Dong, you should change your name to Dong Legend on your YouTube. You know, I saw that movie, you had to get behind the the beads in the old video store though to find that movie because it was a pornography. Lucas, (laughs) moving on. From that dong to dong dong dong. <laughs> the final thing we saw from this weekend was a lineup shuffle. We're seeing Dave Roberts. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of changed things up, but at the same time, regressed to the mean or to the norm or what he knows. Last week, week and a half ago, whatever it was, we saw Mookie go back to the leadoff spot. Now, Corey Seeger goes back to the number two hole. And it was 100% the right call. Because Corey is crushing it, and Max is whatever the opposite of crushing it is. Max ain't on it right now. Boom roasted. <laughs> You're just really going after him. What's your vendetta with him? Making, What's your beef? He's making the porkers look bad. <laughs> Thick boys don't look good today. Oh, uh, no, but um, I don't know. I mean, Max isn't uh, doing all that hot. And hey, if, if Dave had something... Uh, uh, some borderline ill words to say of him. That means a lot from Dave. And yeah. he said he's he thinks that he was chasing um, chasing the numbers in the second half. Started chasing you know the numbers. He saw what he was going for. And uh, yeah, with Max, he's just got to go look to get on base, not try to do too much. Uh, all the other things that Matt Beatty says every time they allow him to whenever be he's on allowed camera. to speak, yeah, to the public. You know what I don't or I do like about it in particular. I think Doc brought it up too. Is like if you put. Corey in the number two spot and move him up from the number four, number five spot, whatever you're going to have him at. 
big-time first-pitch swinger that allows Trey Turner to actually steal bases ahead mm-hmm. of him because Trey gets on base. Can't really steal a base when you got a guy who's swinging at the first pitch most of the time coming up next. And so that's definitely limited it. Also, <laughs> you can't have JT ahead of Trey Turner ever. And even having Max Muncy ahead of Trey Turner is probably not a good idea. When you got a guy burning out of the box at 30 something feet per second and yeah. chasing down old ass Justin Turner, it's not going to be a good look. So I like that move. What you do is you have, uh, you have Pujols, then JT, <laughs> then Trey Turner. So he really can't go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, you can call them wheels. You know, semi truck ain't fast, but it's got wheels. It moves. Anyway, um, but I like it. It was the right call, and and we're getting closer to having the best version of this lineup uh, that I I personally think you can have. Because if you're going Mookie, Seager, Trey, Muncie, JT, and how funny is it that all of a sudden JT is batting fifth, and we're not really batting an eye about it? Nope. Will Smith, who probably really should be the cleanup hitter, in my opinion, in the, the postseason. It's not going to happen. Um, and then Lux, who been nothing short of a godsend since coming back to this uh, to this major league level and helping, uh, as Dave likes to say, extend the lineup at the back end. Because when you have uh, an out at seven, eight, and nine, it's not a good time. But now, and then you have you know something batting in the eighth spot, whether it's going to be you know Bellinger or Beatty until Pollock comes back, and then Pollock's going to move up probably ahead of uh, well at least Gavin Lux. But if you have AJ Pollock, you know batting eighth in your lineup or seventh in your lineup. Oof. Oof. Look, all I'm saying is that lineup should do damage. Should. Should. We've we've been should. Should do damage. Um got another one here, by the way. I be stroking on YouTube. It's the, the username. I'm not I'm not not letting anybody know about anything that's going on here. Y'all see my hands, but I be stroking on YouTube. It says a round of applause for the imploding dumpster fire that is the Sham Sham Diego Madres. Five dollar super chat sent our way. Thank you. I be stroking. We, we got another one preachers. from uh, the the legend that is Bob Nightingale as well. Oh. Thank you, Bob, whoever you may be. <laughs> we appreciate you. Didn't even say anything. He was just being Bob. Just, money. just bombing it up. You know what? Here's American money. Here's American Bob money. Gail's never sent us Canadian money. Damn, Gail. <laughs> don't do, don't, don't Gail. send us Canadian Gail. money, Gail. Do Gail. not do that. Just, just oh, wait. Us. Maybe she did give us Canadian money when she was here. She bought us beer using Canadian money. I think she used American money. Yeah. But it was like, what do they call Converted. that? Converted. Transported. <laughs> Transported. <laughs> it was assimilated. To what, what is that? Oh, we've all been there. Am I right? Um... But that, anyways, the the this the Sham Diego one is a good segue to our, our next segment, the Chancer Road to October. It's also a little plug for our friends over at Chancer. Guys, go to chancerhq.com slash Dodgers and play along in the uh, Chancer Fridays game we got going on all month long. You're taking, we are taking, they are taking your top four out of five scores. So if you haven't started already, you're probably behind, but you can still play along and see if you can beat this dirtbag right here, who apparently is like all this good because he's, where you at? You're like fourth all in all of it or something like that. You're I'm not six. even trying, guys. Not even trying. You're Zero six. You're you, <laughs> So it's the usual fifteen, yeah, just like life. fifteen points. Uh, so you're chasing DJJ at the top of the leaderboard with eighteen points, and everybody is playing for a like I like to say a big ass clock or a four hundred dollar gift card, the gang, equivalent gang. from Fanatics. You can't win it, by the way. I can't. I, I really need not, to establish that you can't win it. That's why I'm not actually trying. But look at me dominating the standings. You know, Gail's right there at fifteen with you too. I'm just How saying. far back are you? I don't know. I'm not on You're it. You're not even on the list. You didn't even make the list. Because everybody has 15. They're all 15. Well, you don't have 15. Sir. Hmm? Sir. So are we all tied? What's happening? I don't know, but um, you know what they say. They don't They don't uh, pay me to uh, do the big bucks or something. They just pay me to, to tell you about Chancer. And they don't even pay me to do that. I mean, it's more of a... More of a thing. But, yeah, download the Chancer app, and you'll get the notification uh, when the new game comes out. We're going to be playing on Friday when the Dodgers are in Arizona, so uh, check that out. But... With the road to October, and let's flash back a little bit. After taking two of three in Cincinnati, as predicted by me, coward on Thursday, you're like, "Oh, my Dodgers! I love them. They're going to sweep." Will you sign my something, X person? I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a, like a, a pick me boy. Yeah, 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 very, very pick me energy. Aren't you? Uh, 
Chirilla. No, no, you're friends with all those pick me people. Anyway, huh? <laughs> I've seen it. I don't know. You're in all these uh, weird, Memes. poorly um, photoshopped images of other people. Look at my face. I'm beautiful. I'm dirtbaggy. No matter what they say. The, uh. Still, through that all, the Dodgers remain one game back of the Giants for the lead in the National League West. Twelve games remain. You still feeling good about that division prediction there, bud? Still feel great. Great. The best. This no one's had a better division than me. <laughs> St. Louis now owns a three-game lead over the next closest team uh, in for that second wildcard spot, which is the Cardinals. Uh, not the Padres, mind you. Did you say St. Louis holds a three-game lead over the Cardinals? Oh, over the Padres. <laughs> yeah, or they hold it over the Reds. Over the Reds. <laughs> they're, you they're, stupid idiots. They're red Midwest teams. You're an idiot. You should have taken All a right, three-game shot. You go. You go. I'm reading you comments. Take over. I'm not doing no, You're not. You're never reading nothing. You, <laughs> you read the rest. I'm going to be right here. You do it. Uh, Phillies. <laughs> Phillies and Padres are both three and a half back? No, because the Padres are now four back after the win today. So now they're really in desperation mode, by the way. Padres welcome the Giants this week for three games. They're playing for a hell of a lot. Um, yeah. Well, they're playing for a lot. Uh huh. But not playing very. There's some real bad stuff going on down in San Diego. When I first, I'll be honest. When I first saw that clip that came out, I initially thought it was fake, like because uh-huh. I the weird angle at first when it first, and I wasn't listening to the audio. Whew. If you guys saw this clip, well, we don't have the clip. We don't have it. It's not very. Um, you can't really understand it. It's, uh, there's a lot of bad words in it. Uh, basically, Manny Machado and Fernando Tatis get into it a little bit. And strangely enough, maybe you have a different opinion than I do. Strangely enough, Manny seems to be the mature one in this situation, which is mm-hmm. mind-boggling to me. But mm-hmm. you remember early on in Manny's career, he struggled a little bit with being the kind of the really good player on a real bad team. And that can get to you after a while. Fernando is a really good player on a pretty bad team. I would imagine at this point, man, he sees a lot of uh, himself, a lot of young himself in Fernando phrasing. Well, yeah, he took the role of older brother, did Manny Machado, and there was a domestic disturbance, as I like to say, uh, as I said it, uh, at Petco Park on Saturday night. Um, it was it was funny to watch, but again, once you once you you saw the whole context and you actually hear what he was saying, it's like, no, Manny is in the right here, um, and you know, there's there's been some. You know, articles and different things coming out about uh, about the argument about just kind of where the team is at, and um, you know, I guess it, in, understandably, you know, the Dodgers do the same thing with Mookie Betts. But when I mean, you you kind of live and die with your best player, and if, and if it's your best player is kind of moody because you know they're only twenty two or twenty three or whatever, is that how many errors he has? Oh, got him! That was the first one I saw. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. Everybody. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna say I can't. You can't fault the Padres. You can't fault Manny for losing. They're cool. Um, they're teetering on becoming the laughing stock of baseball, and, and maybe it's a far stretch to say of sports, but maybe not that much of a far stretch. I don't know. I mean, if you're talking about like letdowns for the year, like across any any major sport, like I don't I don't know how you find a bigger letdown <laughs> than the team that everybody thought was going to dethrone the Dodgers as the World Series champions by a long shot at the mm-hmm. beginning. Who are like they won the offseason, they yeah. have the best lineup, they have the best starting rotation, they have the best bullpen. They're definitely gonna win. It's just a matter of how much they win by at this point. Now you have a point where you're like, you're looking at the standings and you're saying there is they're almost zero percent chance they make the playoffs at this point. You look at who they're playing, who they match up against, what those teams have to play for for the last couple weeks of the year. I just don't know how the Padres make the playoffs. I cannot see a situation where they make the playoffs. And that is, they might not finish over 500, which is a really big deal for a team with yeah. that much talent. Yeah. There's so much talent packed into that roster. Top to bottom, there's so much talent packed into the roster. And they just fell apart, man. They the, looked good at some points in the year. The best team <laughs> best team San Diego has ever had, they couldn't even secure a fake playoff berth, uh, postseason berth of that second wild card. I, you know, all that crap that the fans threw out about the 60-game season last year. Ooh. Well, you know what? At least MLB posts every time that uh, Fernando hits a home run. You know, At least they do that. I don't know why they didn't post the ball that he dropped in center field. Perfectly. Anthony Keene said someone on the MLB marketing team is pissed about the Padres. <laughs> They're like, we oh, needed they, them to be they, good. They had so many memes ready to go for uh, or just uh, praising images for, for them in the Octobers, as they, uh, as they say. 
Another one. I mean, you gotta. You're at a point now where Jake Arrieta is one of your starting pitchers. I think he's probably done for the season now because he just got hurt mm-hmm. yesterday and got racked for five runs and point one innings or whatever it was. But uh, you're at a point where Jake Arrieta is throwing meaningful innings for you down a playoff stretch. You're in a bad spot. It's not good. Um, and feel, and Vince Velasquez, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. <clears throat> I feel bad for a couple of the guys on the team. There's a couple of likable guys on the team. You Darvish, one of the likable guys. I think that's actually the only likable person on that team. Who? I wasn't listening. You, Darvish. Oh, I was going to listen tomorrow. Maybe, maybe like Hostian Kim. That's it. Jake Cronenworth looks like a... <laughs> they, they, uh, have, uh, they have a lot of problems going on down in uh, sad or mad Diego. I hope Trent Grisham is sad. <laughs> There's trouble in paradise, man, and heads are going to roll, and you can't... Help but wonder what the hell happened. You know, again, rumors have surfaced online, and there's a pretty decently sized editorial over at The Athletic today that, uh, you know, Hingle McTingleberry, their manager, has pretty much lost the clubhouse there, and it shows. They're, you know, they got some quotes, uh, I think anonymous, but one of them was, um, I think it was, no, I think it might have been Tommy Pham, where, you know, they were just. You know, he's arguing with one of like the third base coach or an outfield coach about you know they, they had a collision with him and uh, and Kim in the right. outfield or something like that. But <laughs> I enjoyed the conversation you had online earlier because we look at this, we see how bad uh, the Padres are doing with all that talent. Yet, uh, you know, you would think with the 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 vitriol that gets thrown around the internet about Dave Roberts all this time or all these years, you would think that Dave is about the same kind of manager. But uh, nah, bro, he good. I mean, look, let's say the Padres do end up uh, firing Hingle McTingleberry, hashtag, going with another manager. Hashtag fire McTingleberry. There's a good, there's a really good chance at this point. You look at Padres fans; and they're all calling. They're calling for him and Preller to be fired. By the way, bold prediction. Hingle McTingleberry does not make it through the season as the manager. This season. This season. Damn. That'd I be wild. I think they make a real statement, and Preller makes a statement to save Grace. Preller fires himself. <laughs> He's going to dump Jace Tingler's his name, guys. He's going to dump Hingle McTingleberry and install like Schumacher for five games, oh. and then you know they're just going to cry for about a week. And watch a, all the postseason like games. Carlos Quinton or something to to manage. He's angry. Real Bench angry coach boy. Zach Grinky's rib. Hey, you like that there? Broken rib. Same difference. That's right. One hurts more than the other, but nonetheless, you think about them having their fourth manager in potentially eight years. None of them good, by the way. Remember Green? Oh God, I hated him so much, dude. He's, Andy Green's the worst. <clears throat> I love that Andy Green got the job. Over Dave Roberts, and and <laughs> that's that's one of the other fun parts of this is that you know Dave Roberts was under consideration, air quote, you know for that San Diego job, and they were never really going to give him that job. And thankfully, he's like a mega San Diego guy, like that's yeah. He and then he signed in L.A., and here we are, you know, nine divisions later, hopefully, and uh, you know what, six of those are going to be under his belt, um, and a World Series. And should have been two had we not been cheated out of And four managers potentially in eight years for the Padres. Meanwhile, things are smooth sailing, feeling good. We're figuring things out. We had a year where a bunch of people got injured, and we probably should not have competed as much as we did, and we probably should not be anywhere near 100 wins. But here we are. And I will also say, along with that, Mark Pryor deserves more credit than he actually gets. He will never get any because he's super quiet and doesn't talk to anybody, and that's just what he does. But Mark Pryor has definitely helped hold together a pitching staff that has been band-aided together realistically. But And Connor McGinnis. And Dave Roberts, man. Dave Roberts, I mean, you, you talk about a guy who is... And look, <clears throat> I made this point already. You can you can say all you want. His in, in-game tactics suck. Uh, I think it's something that he's learned a lot over the past couple of years. More playoff experiences definitely made him better at that. I think uh, twenty twenty was probably his best managing I've ever seen by yeah. far. Like by far, this best managing I've ever seen in terms of in-game tactician. Made a lot of big mistakes, notably things that a lot of people are going to remember probably for the rest of his career as a manager. But there is undoubtedly no other manager better in baseball at clubhouse management at player management at Mm -hmm. relationships at developing players uh, at the big league level as they come through at the transition from minor leagues into big leagues he's created a culture in the clubhouse that has it's 
canceled out any big egos. Mm-hmm. It's canceled out any me mentality. It's canceled out any personal gains or, or individual awards and made it all about one team. Yeah. And and you hear that every single time you talk to any player on this team. And it's never the personal accolades. It's yeah. never the I want to do this for my career. It's always the, we want to do this. This is what we want to accomplish. Any guy that comes here, you look at Max Scherzer, a guy who's accomplished every award, big award that you can have as a pitcher. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's done it all. And the dude just seamlessly transitioned right over and was like, we are winning. Yeah. I don't care about anything else. I don't care about a Cy Young at 37. We are winning. I would also, you know, not to take anything away from Dave, I would put a lot on what Justin Turner brings to this locker room mm-hmm. and the people before him, the AJ Ellis crowd, uh, of course, Clayton Kershaw all over all of these years. Those dudes really helped instill this this culture that is, you know, it's very much team first always and, you know, trust in Dave. And Dave has earned that trust from <clears throat> just about everybody. Uh, our boy, Eric Ulo over on the 3 Up, 3 Down podcast, a Dodgers Nation production, uh, he talked about, you know, all the love that Dave doesn't get. get go watch his latest podcast on our Dodgers Nation YouTube or on our uh, Instagram. Um, we talked about it last week. Just the amount of praise that Dave Roberts does deserve for this. And and we give him a lot of crap here on the show, and we will continue to do, sh- uh, do so for, you know, Weeks to come until we die, but he also deserves a lot of credit, which we, we, we do. We'll do definitely we? be trashing him in like two weeks from now uh, when two? the playoffs roll around or whatever. So uh, we're, oh, we're gonna we, do that when but. we end up as the uh, wild card and then we get bounced. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ari Swordless says when JT retires, he better be the manager or Chase. Out. I don't know what Chase at least plan is for the rest of his life. I think he will coach eventually when his kids are <clears> grown up or something like that. JT, I think, probably shifts into like a bench coach role, probably for Doc. I don't know. What, I don't know what Bob's doing by that point, but they'll promote him to something. I mean, Bob should be yeah. a manager. I mean, that's he probably should be managing a team somewhere and probably will eventually. JT but, manages and he brings in. Uh, Andre Ethier is his bench coach. Boom. Andre wants to be a part of the Dodgers so bad. <laughs> he is now. I'm, I'm very he happy is. about it. He hey, is. did you see they're doing um, uh, the adult fantasy camp again? There. I know a friend going to it. I think. We should go to it? We should go to it. Gary? Judy? I need to see how much this thing <laughs> Judy? costs. Because, you know, this might be one of those things that we need to do for off-season content. What do you, what do you guys think? I mean, we, we got $100 from uh, from our boy Dong. We're, we're halfway there. We're halfway there. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure it costs a lot more than $100. I think it's like, I, I'm pretty sure it's like uh, five grand, dude. All right. We need, we need to know uh, if it's five grand, never mind. I never talked about this. But if it's not five grand, um, we need to, yeah, they don't, they're not going to list the price on there. Come on, chief. They, they have before. Yeah, yeah. That, <gasps> see? Oh, my God. I'm so good. Your camp experience costs four thousand nine hundred ninety-five dollars. Five dollars less than five grand. So we need approximately listen, ten grand. Listen, I do it. Uh, what is that show? Uh, the one Bob oh, Barker used to do. Share it's a, closest without going over. Closest share a double occupancy room and save three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Ooh wee! <laughs> That's man. Groups of two or more. Think of the savings. Groups of they call them campers. I think that's really funny. <laughs> but groups of two or more are eligible for a two hundred and fifty dollar per camper discount. So 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 if we share a room plus and and we go as a group. Question: Should we also bring Gary? No, <laughs> I don't uh, know. He I, wants I, to yeah. live his dreams too. Maybe we need three people. Okay. Guys, we're going to put a pin in this idea, but let's flash forward after the postseason. I'm going to get my shoulder healthy. They got doctors there. I'm assuming. Impressed. So if you blow out your shoulder on, like, in the the fantasy camp, do they they pay for your shoulder, Jimmy John? I don't think so. That would be a good story, though. Call me. I got questions. I still still think we should uh, face off against a big league pitcher, regardless. We're going to put, well, it wouldn't be big league pitchers. I'm just saying, at some point, we should face off against a big league pitcher because it would make for great content. If it's going to be a current one, we can't do that. No, like at some point, big league pitcher. I'm thinking like a DFA. (laughs) Brock Stewart, where are you at? Brock Star. I can take you deep. Um,. And anyways, we'll put a pin in this now. We're going to come back to this because maybe. Oh, Nick Ramos brings up a good point. He says, got to bring D-Mac for the clubhouse vibes. Oh, God. Can you imagine Doug in the clubhouse? Like, hey, Steve Garvey. Oh, I already, I already. Hey, Andre, what do you think of uh, <laughs> Andre either just slowly creeping out just of the room. backing out of the picture. <laughs> we love Doug. He's the Doug would definitely be a clubhouse vibe. Oh, yeah. 
He would be, absolutely. Roach says Jonathan Broxton. Do you think you could uh, think go Matt Stairs on uh, John Broxton? He throws like probably 62 miles an hour now, so probably, yeah. Do you think Haas throws only 62? Dude, probably still got 92 in the tank, even he's at like, like, he's like 39. Pitching for like a, some like a auto parts warehouse team or something like that. <laughs> Get in the zone. I Bob Nightingale says Brock Stewart works like Chick-fil-A now. <laughs> <laughs> In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Moving on, but I do, I do want to come back to this because, at the very least, I think we got to send you. You're the um, I don't have a shoulder star athlete. I can film. Yeah. How about this? We 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 do it where we're like we're taped together. We're one person. <laughs> one person. You we pay you one run. <laughs> you run. I'll do all the throwing. Ari says, uh, "Eric Gagne. Eric Gagne could throw to us. He's our friend." I'm gonna call him right call now. Him. You do the next part. I'm gonna call he's Eric. In Canada. Or, or no, nah, he's in Arizona. I'm gonna call Eric. Right Don't now. call Eric Gagne while we're on the show. What have we been doing, dear? Next? Eric Gagne. <laughs> I appreciate you paying attention to the show. My dearest Eric Gagne. Well, we started getting on Fantasy Cap, and I didn't know what we were talking about. Before we go, we got to talk about what's coming up this week, guys. We have a three-game series in Colorado. It's the Rocky Series preview, and this time it is presented by Vintage Brand. Guys, our friends at Vintage Brand have over 10,000 unique logos of your favorite professional sports teams and colleges. We have their stuff. We use their stuff. We like their stuff. And you will, too, and you can, too. Sign up at Vintage Brand and receive a 40% off your first purchase. Visit VintageBrand.com slash site slash subscribe to sign up and uh, start saving right away. You can get things. You can get the... Look at that. Listen to that. That's a it's can insulator. Touch my beer. I touched the can insulator. Yeah. Anyways, I also got to get. There's more stuff. They have Brooklyn stuff there. It's a real. It's real nice. <sighs> but the Dodgers go to Colorado one last time. Please don't die in Colorado. You talking to me? I mean, you're not going. I'm not going to Colorado. You're not uh, hashtag. You're, you're just some Dodger blogger, but. While the Dodgers and sorry, while the Giants and the Padres are going to be beating up on each other, the Dodgers really at this point they've said it for a while. They just need to focus on themselves a thousand million percent right now. Um, we're also in another tough point because I really want to see the Padres continue to spiral, but obviously we know we need them to lose, or sorry, to win. So it's a really tough, really tough point. Do you think it's a they'll good win? Point. Do you think they'll win? Let me put it that way. Do you think that they'll win? I don't think they'll win any They're going to be inspired. I don't think they'll win any They're going to be inspired by Angry Machado. Zero. By Johnny Hustle. And uh, they're going to take two of three. I think they're taking it's, zero. I mean, probably. Yeah. What it's a, a real, Padres like, win. just like, he's already dead <laughs> situation Why for sure. Why are you making me do this? And that one's for Kevin. I've seen Ke- Kevin. I'm enjoying the comments. Uh, they're just not coming up in the flow of the moment. And, uh, you know, trying not to derail the show. You should be if like Kevin. That. Like Kevin, you know. That. Anyway, we do know the Rockies are gooder, as they say, at home. No one says that. They play much better at Coors. They are 70 and 79 on the season, but are 45 and 27 at home, 25 and 52 on the road. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought that the, the team that plays at that cheater ballpark is better at home? Yeah? It is a little bit of a cheater ballpark, isn't it? It's like playing uh, MLB The Show with like uh, inflated power <laughs> statistics and big heads. Well, we haven't done that in a while, but yeah. Put, that, put, the, put Matt Camp over you. Don't yeah. do it. It's a waste Don't of time. Series matchups, the Dodgers are throwing out some of the goodies. I mean, we got a lot of goodies uh, in the rotation. Julio goes up against Anthony Sentatella. Walker Bueller against Herman Marquez. And uh, Max Scherzer against uh, Kyle, Kyle Freeland. Kyle? Doesn't it feel like the, those are the three guys that the Dodgers tend to struggle against, though, too? Especially I mean, the, Sentatella and Marquez. The Dodgers struggle against like all of them. That's true. If you're a bad they team, find a way. there's a good chance the Dodgers are not going to hit against you. You know, it's funny. Colorado's only seven games behind the Rock or the uh, the the, 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 the Padres. Wow. Ooh. 
I think that means that the Padres are a bad team. Man, we trash on the Padres a lot. Remember when it's they had been fans? It's so fun, Remember though. when they had fans? Remember They're the not even fun season. anymore. They don't even talk yeah, trash no. back. I know. Uh, Zach died. Yeah, No, no. This is his this is mom. No. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Zach. Thoughts and prayers. Um, T-H-O-T-S. <laughs> Blue Magic says it, says it best here. Just win, baby. That's all you got to do. Just win. Um, you been watching Giants games? No. I've been watching them. I, you know what? I'll scratch that. I've watched parts of them using uh, I, I steal I stole Ankit's MLB TV, but it's only in my backyard, so it's like, um, yeah. I I stole. I don't remember. I, I mean, we paid for it. I think I stole Katie's because uh, I can get it through them since they're uh, San Francisco uh, yeah, or T-Mobiles uh, uh, yeah, or whatever. Uh. But uh, I can watch Giants games. Because I need to. Because I I need them to lose, dude. You just need something else to do. Don't you yeah, have, like, a like gym now in your home? Like, Yeah, I work out four days a week. Why? Uh, because uh, I am a, Shoulder don't a work. Greek god. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so I am a golden god! If a god exists, it's me. Uh, my shoulder... <laughs> Real bad. By yeah, the yeah, way. yeah. yeah That's the bad. Netflix and chill update again. Shoulders <laughs> real bad. I think we we talked about the Netflix chill update last week, and you're gonna get the next one on Monday because we're not doing a Thursday show. But before we leave, Brooke caught red-handed in San Fran. <gasps> um, hold on. I think I have a. I think I have a. I think I have the button somewhere. Do I have a? Dun, dun, dun? Oh yeah, it's a. Guys. Yeah. Did you see the, uh, if anybody's on the internet, did you see that Maymay of uh, of Brooke? There was a gentleman that looked like Brooke. Is that your doppelganger? Look, guys, I'm tired of people tagging me in things you with white to. people with long hair and mustaches. <laughs> Real tired of it. Getting a little fed up, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know I look like a, a default Wii character in regular life, and now I look like a default Wii character that got long hair and a mustache. A little, little, you know, customization there in the uh, the Wii customization channel but I'm real sick even Nikhil thought it was me even your wife thought it was Zach Campbell what the oh man that'd be great if it was actually Zach Campbell but I'm pretty sure that's probably I got I got money I got a hundred dollars on it being Roach where did I see where did I see it I saw a good one and I lost it so um a lot of people thought it was me. I got a lot of people uh, that were like, hey. I mean, I just assume all of them are you. Because, uh, yeah, you know. See, Jim says all of us white people look alike. Yeah, Jim, see, Jim gets You're onto something. You. That's why everybody thinks I'm Colin. So you're basically <laughs> you're basically from Nebraska. Yeah, Jim. You guys go, are- uh, Go corn, Huskers. Go corn. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who's over there. <laughs> go corn. Uh, Lynn says, Brooke looks like a character from Eat It Bob's or whatever it's Bob's called. Bob's Burgers. And I uh, like Eat It Bob's. Eat It Bob's is another classic show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways. Looks like my weed guy. <laughs> that one I could see. I can see. See, that. yeah, you give me more weed guy than meth guy uh, vibes. That's good. I grew, out of, my, uh, I grew out of my Riverside roots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There it is. By somehow dirt bagging up, you got out of your Riverside roots. I get a lot of Joe Kelly stuff. Yeah. I mean, we just have a mustache and long hair and we're from the IE and we're yeah. white. Yeah. That's it. You got all that going for you, don't you, bud? The roof stayed up. That's good. Anyways, that's about it. Warren asks, why do you hate Zach? You want to give uh, somebody a quick primer about why you hate Zach Campbell he's again? He's a cuck. <laughs> there it is. He's, he's a cuck. Uh, he steals balls from kids in the stands, and he's a a-hole and treats the Dodgers bad and complained because they were not nice to me. And he's a real pick-me boy, and I hate him. And Big I'll fight him. time pick-me boy. He's on my list to fight. <laughs> got to make that clear of what my list is, just in case. <laughs> There's another one. We got all these things set up for the off season. We're going to fantasy <laughs> camp, pending. Uh, you're gonna fight Zach Hampel, pending. Um, we're gonna we're gonna play um, uh, Wii Sports, bowling. definitely. Oh, we bowling? bowling. If you want to get your ass beat at Wii Bowling, because I'll destroy you, child. I bowled like a 290 one time, dude. That was one time. One time I did that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he he turned off uh, real bowls. Mm-hmm. I, I put bumpers know. on. <laughs> There was a there was a thing where I saw people like reenacting the Wii bowling like like all the people and it was it's funny you guys ever watched the internet, internet dude. <laughs> yeah 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 see a grown man naked <laughs> <laughs> anyways about it there's a whole bunch to look forward to in the off season but uh, hopefully that's not for a long time because like we want the Dodgers rest. to go deep into October there's no rest for you there bud but uh, if you guys want more stuff that sometimes has our name on it find us on the internet. 
We are at DodgersNation.com. Download our app while you're on the internet. It's there-ish, but it's going to be on your phone. Uh, subscribe to Blue Heaven. We are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, everywhere your podcasts are available for free. We live there. Download subscribing to us on YouTube, YouTube.com slash DodgersNationTV. Brooke will shave off a hair of his mustache if you do it. Yeah, download that subscribe button, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I download that button that I use to put on the subscribe. Yeah. Guys, I'm at BrookMe3. He is at RealFRG. We're on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Dodger Nation on both Twitter and Instagram. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Thank you, Don Kim, by the way, once again for the Super Chat. All you other guys who dropped us Super Chats, we appreciate you. Helps us pay for beer and uh, keep up our reputation, which we must uphold. We appreciate you guys. We'll see you on Monday. I like it. People think we're real drunks. We didn't even finish a beer here. Mine's done. No. Oh. Goodbye. Coward. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home.